0: welcome to the park podcast sharing tips advice and general guidance surrounding the working world and welcome to the park podcast i'm tony bracken i'm Gemma marshall and this week we are delighted to continue our well-being series and welcome trudy from vitality 40 plus now trudy's an ex experienced fitness professional personal trainer who's created her business with a focus for women growing through the menopause, following her own personal experience and challenges. She now supports both individuals and corporates in building awareness and creating supporting programmes to empower women through this challenging time of their life. She is extremely passionate and we are delighted to hear more about her experience in this topical area. Trudy, welcome. Ah, welcome. Hello. Thank you very much. Lovely to speak and see both of you. Yeah, Pleasure to have you here. So, I mean, let, let's start by saying, how
1: did this all start? How well, that's did this a very begin? interesting question, isn't it? Really, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's quite interesting, isn't it? I suppose. But um, firstly, it's Rosquay. I always yes, like right. I know that you. I was waiting for that one. No, admit it, because yes, a lot of people it. go, no, I've <laughs> no idea how to say that. So we'll just admit Stick that. Stick with one out. Trudy. Yeah, um, yeah. So you know, um, uh, Tony, I've known you for years. I've got 28 years' background in the offshore finance industry before I. Ended up qualifying as a workshop coach, so I'm sort of petals qualified, mm. um, and then after that, so it's like the chameleon of, <laughs> of careers, really, and then moved into fitness in 2010, and it was kind of like after the recession. Mm. So in 20 in 2008, um, everything has sort of went petong on the mm. training group, and uh, yes, yeah, so went off, did my health and fitness, specialised in women and children. So a very interesting time because I was what 45. So you'd have thought, I would have known something about the menopause. Hmm. And all I can remember is that my clients that were older ladies, older, elder, Mm, because I'm not (laughs) older. I am not old, um, weren't really losing weight. And all I could think of at the time was... Well, they're obviously not doing what I'm saying. They're obviously drinking or Mm. eating. They're not in a calorie deficit. They're not in a calorie deficit, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. They're not doing any... And, you know, some women were training three times a week with me. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. Anyway, I thought, well, just, yeah, that's it. So anyway, move on, came out of the industry, back into finance. Um, And then I was on my way to Spain for a new life in 2019. So there I am on my way go to have my routine bloods done for my underactive thyroid which you will often find is um, another one that's symptomatic of perimenopause funny enough Uh, and I went and had my bloods done got the result back as I was standing outside a local pub in Goree with my glass of wine and they said this female doctor who I'd never seen before said I've got some good news and some bad news and I said oh go on then Well, which one will I start with? Well, she said, the good news is you're not diabetic. And I went, brilliant, that's lovely. Here, ching, ching, there's my glass of wine. But the bad news is you're going through the menopause. Now, I was 51 at this point. Mm. So I went, "Uh, what? What was that? (laughs) She went, the menopause. And I was like, right, okay, Uh, now what? And she went, well, what I'll do is because you're going away, I'll leave you six months of patches for you. And then you can take those with you to Spain. And I was like, "Mm, that's interesting. How am I going to do that? Where do you Mm. stick these? Yeah. (laughs) Head, shoulder. And what had been your experience of nothing? Nothing. 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 Not even the word. Not Mm. even the word. So the first thing I did was call my mum and go, right, do you want to talk to me about this? Because you obviously have admitted it. She went. She went. Oh no, I've just uh, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. I didn't really have one, right? And I went, all right, okay. She went, I just did some black cohosh. And I went, okay, fine, right. So that was it. Yeah. So off I go to Spain. I don't take the patches because at the time Brexit was happening and there was a massive shortage of HRT. So they went off. So I go to Spain um, with nothing. And um, it all started from there. So then I became very perimenopausal. Mm. So the symptoms started to kick off. Mm. So the night sweats, the hot flushes. Now, of course, I'm in a 30 degree. It's August in spain you know Mm. Um, how do you differentiate exactly absolutely right really starting to struggle with um the heat um insomnia big time massively really affected uh and that never really changed for years and years and years um and then my dad had had dementia and before he got too bad he used to say to me um the words just fall off a page she said "Like you see a page and there are no words really and i was like and then that really started to happen that was really very very scary so i started to think oh my god am i going mad yeah am i have i got dementia Mm -hmm. this is it so again yeah yeah, and then i mean so uh, i started to get panic attacks but again i was like oh what's happening what's happening so then moving on 2020 covid covid in spain horrific. Mm-hmm. So both myself and the other half locked in an apartment. We weren't allowed to go out for any exercise or any movement. So it started off, I thought, right, now is a time for me to study.
0: Yeah.
1: So I really threw myself in to research and study about the menopause going all over the world America I was phoning up authors of books I was reading online because obviously I didn't have any books at that point because we were locked in and nothing was available uh went to um, America Australia lots of different people to try to understand how to lose weight and I suppose at this point I should also add that in 2018 before I left I'd probably got to my heaviest so the only thing that my doctor had said previously when I left the fitness industry was be very careful, Trudy. Your diet, even at 45, 46, mm. was very different. I was like mega active. And in 2018, I had surged on the weight and I'd gone from a 10, 10, 10, 10, 14. Really? Oh, yeah. And when I look back at those photographs, that was I, I had those in my, used to put them in my PowerPoints when I used to talk to people, mm. talk to companies, but sure. it just got too... It was too personal in the end. But I looked at those photographs and thought, dear God, what's happened? So I then tried to lose weight. So when Derek went to Spain first, I then threw myself into going back teaching fitness, working nine to five, Mm -hmm. back teaching afterwards. But I couldn't lose the belly.
0: Really?
1: And again, without knowing that Mm. and knowing what I know now. So that was one of the things I wanted to try to do. So during lockdown, I then devised, for want of a better word, I hate calling it like that slimming plan, because it wasn't. It's about training the brain. You have to eat very differently. You have to drink very differently. Mm -hmm. You have to exercise very differently. Your whole, everything you've learnt in your previous life, throw it away. Really? Throw it away. It is completely different. Um, And so I devised a plan. Now, bearing in mind, I couldn't get out. I started to lose the weight and the weight just dropped off significantly. So I I realised and that worked. So roll on December 20 back into Jersey, Uh, working back in the offshore industry, um, still thinking, what am I going to do with this menopause stuff? Till my employer at the time, which was Clymer Hambrose, to be fair, said, can you roll out some menopause training? And I went, I was like, yeah, yeah what I haven't done any training <laughs> um I've just done a plan yeah. so they were like yeah and that's how it started and and basically the head of HR there was like this is brilliant you need to go out and do something with this you've divided you've written a plan now go out and do it um and that was the start of the journey brilliant. amazing <laughs> so so what what do you offer now what services do you now offer and, and obviously you've taken that brave step to do it well, I mean, that that was it. I mean, to begin with, I kept on saying to HR, are you sure you're happy for me to go out and do this training at lunchtimes? And like, because then other companies wanted it. So it started off as just a, a one hour training, which I still do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, one hour training is only as good as the people that attend. Sure. Yeah. Then what happens is, because this is what happens in all jurisdictions, is that those people go off and go, oh, my God, that was really good. You yeah. should have come along. And then somebody says, oh, are we going to do that again? Yeah. So we started doing sort of virtual training and, and then people said, well, can you do other offices? And, and then it's, it just kind of dawned on me that, well, actually, this is madness mm-hmm. because, in fact, this is good, but companies are paying for me to come in and do an hour. Well, why don't we develop this to be online? Mm-hmm. Because then men and women you break the taboo you tick the d and i box but also men can listen without that embarrassment or yeah. without that need feel they're being looked at yeah, yeah. women like to join in right mm-hmm. so women are Women, it's women go to the well, men go to the cave. Okay. And mm. the psychology of this is that women want to chat. They want to talk about it. Mm. They don't care about the personal stuff because suddenly they want to feel they're not on their own. Yeah. And that's really, really important. Yeah. yeah. So I developed um, a, a training platform which contains like seven modules of menopause, four modules of well being, which is open to men and women about the principles of. Mm-hmm. Nutrition, um, fitness, uh, how to get a good night's sleep and anxiety in the workplace, because the four pillars of health is what Vitality 40 Plus is all about. You know, when one of those pillars is out Mm, on your life, you're you're never going to get to your ultimate destination of well-being. So wellness is the path to the you know the ultimate place of of wellness of well-being and well-being is what we would now define to be you know a mental and physical state whereby we're able to deal with the normal stresses of life I'm not quite sure what normal is anymore Um, (laughs) but the normal stresses of life and be able to live our best life sure Um, and I think that's really important so for me putting those training practices in there and it's all about me it's not about like really high um it graphics coming in this is about trudy giving my experience my knowledge uh in the form of sort of like chatting away to myself when i'm recording um but i suppose the most exciting part for me is probably what we're doing now which is my well-being radio which is Exactly where we are, mm-hmm. sitting here, mm-hmm. talking to other professionals all over the world. I mean, I've had America, Australia. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go back to these two places because sometimes I can't believe that I'm talking to and a lot of them through LinkedIn. Um, and are those pod- podcasts available to download if you go well, on no, Spotify
0: or... No, health?
1: I've at the moment we've held back yeah. because it's all part of my corporate okay. package. So if we talk about menopausal women... We know that the you know fifty one percent of the population is women. Mm-hmm. You know thirteen million women in the UK alone are perimenopausal. How scary is that? Yeah. By the way,
0: <laughs> all Trudy, going on with
1: perimenopausal. What what does that actually mean? Uh, very interesting question. Is It's good because you know sometimes I surge ahead and everyone goes yeah. whoa whoa what's that? We we talk menopause. Well yeah well we have four stages. Yeah okay. So we've got the pre stage right. which is really in the official terms before 45 okay so yeah. pre is education stage mm-hmm. so um i was very lucky to work uh, i went into jersey finance the other week and they were all an audience of 26 year olds and i was like whoa new audience <laughs> you know like <laughs> mm, this will be an interesting one and the great feedback was was oh my god if i'd known what I know now, I could have helped my My mum mum. more. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. So education is primary. Okay. So that's the first thing. Then you go into perimenopause. Now perimenopause is anything from, in the official world, Mm. 45 to 55. So it can last to 10 years. It's where all the symptoms start to show. Mm. Um, There are 34 symptoms officially. I think I counted, I was doing a list the other day because I'm devising a thing called the bookmark, which is to help women to be able to see um, that if they could tick four of these symptoms, that they could go to the doctor and go, look, here are how I Mm -hmm. I feel. I mean, it's really important for that because these symptoms can range from, you know, joint pain Mm. to sore fingers and toes to having dry patches, dry eyes to suddenly big things like Brain frog, confusion, the ones we know, irregularity of periods, night sweats. They're the ones that you tend to like think of the menopause. But actually there are so many other symptoms leading to depression, Mm. which is where, of course, education is the key. Because as a woman, we tend to put ourselves second to everybody and everything. We also compare ourselves to our friends. We say, well, I'm not as bad as them. My friend's really bad. Really, really bad. (laughs) Um, So the idea is that you can go to a doctor and you can go, right, actually, when I look at this list, I can actually take 10. So my depression may not be the overwhelming. It's what I feel right Mm -hmm. now because I feel I can't cope. I can't get up. I'm anxious. I'm not myself. What is happening to me? But people focus on that because that affects them and their family. But what they don't think about are these sore fingers, toes, the, others, tones, yeah. the yeah. painful joints, joints symptoms, yeah. the palpitations, yeah. mm-hmm. and this
0: can go on for ten years. I mean, ten years, yeah. That you say. yeah. Ten that's scary. But I mean, my my mother-in-law was saying to me how. A friend of hers at 80 is still taking oh, HRT. So
1: absolutely
0: 80? right. So wow. I know
1: but that's I so this is, it. So but then this, I guess you don't want to come off. <laughs> no, well of course this is the other thing. So this is quite this is quite good to talk about because HRT got a really bad press. Mm-hmm. You know, 2013, yeah. bad press, completely incorrect survey. Uh, the British Medical Association threw it out and said, you know, it's crap, but the media by then had come out and gone, Woo, don't yeah. take HRT. HRT is going to give you breast cancer. Right, yeah. So that's what everybody remembers. Yeah, yeah
0: it's funny, isn't it? So we it? get yeah. through
1: that. Then 2019, uh, so Dr Becky Harling, who I work with on the medical side, she was like, you know, she remembers being in general practice, being told, right, anybody who's been on HRT for five years, get them off it, because they're going to have breast cancer. So again, more risk, media exposure. Do not take HRT, you know. Now, if you think about it, when you have on the pill... We take the pill yeah, for, for years, yeah, yeah, yeah. for years. Um, and of course, it's the same combination as estrogen, progesterone. But now HRT has completely moved on. And that's why the new HRT, which is totally body identical, it is not synthetic. That's why it's topical. So things like the gels, sprays, mm. patches, These are purely going straight into the blood system, Mm -hmm. not going through the liver, which Mm -hmm. is really what we want to try to avoid. Now, obviously, if you've not had um, an oophorectomy, which is when you have your ovaries out, or full hysterectomy, you need to take progesterone because that reduces the risk of endometrial cancer. So you, you need to take a tablet for that. But, you know, there is a new product called Ertragestin, which I'm on, uh, which is a micronized progesterone. So it's as natural as a progesterone. It's a tablet that goes in. But the side effect of progesterone, because progesterone's main use, is nature's valium. So it helps you to sleep and takes you back down. Yeah, right. um, so by learning about what these hormones do, because there is a complete ignorance in, in females um, about the what oestrogen does what testosterone does what mm. does progesterone do um, and once you understand that yeah then you can understand why we get the symptoms yeah. which we can then go okay so what are the solutions mm. and that's really important and if we don't know that as women then how the heck do we expect our men to even comprehend or be empathetic yeah. and i guess also
0: you know you know for people that are listening that perhaps in one of those stages you know what about sort of lifestyle you know food supplements etc is there anything that you'd advise that people could could take to support them at these stages yes of
1: course and um i suppose what we should just finish off is that when you do perimenopause the menopause which is what we all cause about is actually known so fiona catchpole wrote a book called the menopause directory and she basically defined it as a menopause day and that's because it's 12 months from the date of your last period, so you have to have a 12 months clearance, mm. and then you go into post menopause. Okay. But as you say, Tony, when you're in post menopause, it doesn't mean to say that your symptoms it's just gone. Gone. disappear yeah, and yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, I get asked. I got asked in Gibraltar recently when I was on the convention. You know, well, hang on, I'm 60. I haven't taken HRT, but my symptoms are really bad. Can I go on it? Yes, you can. Yeah. And Carolyn Harris, MP, she did not go on this. and She's a big campaigner in the government. Mm. And she didn't go on it until she was 61. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's really interesting for anybody. So to go back on lifestyle. So off I go. So there I go to Spain um, with no HRT. And so I have to really deal with my own symptoms mm. at that point. I didn't really know what I was doing. So, yes, go back to the four pillars. So nutrition, yeah. you need to start thinking about the amount you eat. Because you now have no metabolism, basically. Okay. Your metabolism is very, very small. Right. So the whole, whole amount of food... You need to start be thinking of eating more phytoestrogen food. Um, that's food rich in oestrogen or natural oestrogen. It can't supplement. I mean, it it can't sort of be the whole of oestrogen, but it can certainly help. Yeah. So more more uh, vegetarian food um, and also just have some meat-free days that just ease the liver up again. Okay. So... Uh, then you want to think of supplements. so also well before we do that let's do fitness stop running stop doing mega amounts of cardio okay. the body falls under stress after 45 minutes of cardio and that then um leads your body to producing cortisol and cortisol is the sugar bearing hormone that lays mm. on the stomach wow. okay. so
0: you need so, yes, kind somebody of who like that. yeah can't can't shift the weight and is just like trying to pound beast themselves
1: absolutely yeah. running not yeah marathons difference. is is actually doing damage. Absolutely right. Yeah. And the amount of women that go, oh, I've started running. And you're like, no, don't <laughs> stop running. Yeah. Um, you know, if you happened to be, um, now, what's the name of the uh, famous marathon runner? Uh Everybody looking at each other yeah. in that. Paula Radcliffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That will do. That one will do. Paula Radcliffe. <laughs> so if you happen to be a Paula Radcliffe and yeah. you've been running for years, that's fine yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. used to it. And your body is, sure. but do not start smashing your joints up because if you think about it if you mm-hmm. run. And I did this, you know, you? I'm a fitness person. I went off. So in Spain, I was like, before we did this, I went, right, come on. So I say to the other half, we're going to run for half an hour max. I have absolutely no cartilage left in my left knee, right? I'm I'm ready for a knee replacement. Yeah. But whilst I can still burpee, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but however, so we do these 30 minutes of running. Both of us hated it. Mm. We both backache, knee pain, yeah. joint pain. I'll be like, oh, mm. i not joints. So can you imagine why are we putting our bodies through all this torture, yeah. which only is going to put us under stress. Therefore, cortisol comes up and goes, whoa lay that on the belly yeah so okay. that's so kind of about building muscle then yeah you want yeah. to but you want to do you have to keep the high impact so yeah. i actually did this experiment during lockdown did you? so derek this is how it all started so derek and i then at ten thirty every day we would do a facetime video which went live now to this day i am still getting people saying i followed you during lockdown, and I would like to say that I'm, um uh, what's his name, Wicks? Yeah, Joe Wicks. Um, Wicks yeah. I, used to, I used to follow after him and I used yeah. to look at him with envy going, great, I could have been doing that. Right? Yeah. But we did it yeah. and how the body changed. So literally really? 30 minutes of hit cardio mm. and weights because you've got to build up your strength in yeah. the joints, so um, to to avoid osteoporosis. Mm. So again, you know, strength training absolutely a must.
0: Okay. Great, how interesting. So yeah, think mm. about your diet, the yeah. amount you eat, um, the exercise that you're doing, and then obviously yeah, just the, the the bits and pieces that you are eating, and make sure you're.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you know. I the term, estrogen-rich. Phy- phytoestrogen, yes, yes. estrogen-rich food. But, you know, things like zinc, magnesium. Yeah. Um, and the only supplement all women should be taking is vitamin D, because the rest should be coming from good diet. Okay. Yeah. Now, it, you know, vitamin D is our sunshine vitamin, mm-hmm. and that is a massive absorption for the calcium mm. um, to help you know, strengthen the bones because the bones through lack of estrogen will start to become porous and you have osteopenia, osteoporosis. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's really important that you, you know, the one thing I say to my pre-menopause audience is start getting your body into shape now. If you need to lose weight, do it before then. Do it before 40 because although I say 45, if your mum has gone into a menopause early, So it's really important to try to find out. Talk to your mums, mm. talk to find out at what age did they start showing menopausal symptoms. If your mum's not around, talk to about elder siblings. Yeah. Because if they've had hysterectomy, the chances are they may have had endometriosis or some other problem which may have lent into early menopause as well. So the chances are there is a very big genetic link. So that will be the okay. kind of guideline. Sure. And also thinking about it if you haven't had kids, you know, and you, you're late having kids and, and then you can, or you can sometimes go straight into menopause. Mm. So a friend of mine has had that, was treated postnatal, gave up her job, which is what we're saying one in 10 women are still giving up their job because of menopausal really? symptoms. Yeah. So that's really scary still. And that's only, this, this report is based on uh, Davina's programme, Sex, yeah. Mind and the Menopause, yeah. so yeah. the Fawcett report. Which has been massive, obviously. Of course. Yeah. And that's been like Which the is biggest great. PR yeah. That, yeah. that, you know, the UK can have. Mm. Um, or UK, you know, yeah. I, I say I went to Gibraltar and they were like, yeah, we're watching the programme. And I said, mm. but this is the time to try to take all of this in now because you really need to start taking, women need to take uh, control yeah. of their bodies. They need to take have education so they can go to the doctor. So today I had a message before I came here to say, um, I need to go on HRT. I really think I should, but I don't know how my doctor's going to think about it. That really? is not what we should be saying. Yeah. Well, I can't afford to go to a clinic and I can't... Yeah. Look, you go to a doctor, mm. and this is where the bookmark is going to be on my web website, um, and they can pull that down and say, right, these are my... Yeah. Whether you're 40... Were even late 30s? Look at it. I mean, some of the, you know, some of the symptoms are very generic. So yeah, people sometimes yeah. say to me, oh, yeah, but I get that and I'm 31. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, maybe. But when you start ticking the big ones. Just like, being aware, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah, having, having that, that awareness. awareness. Completely. And, and I mean,
0: a friend of mine was saying that they're on HRT and, They they they're always conscious of getting a certain doctor because one is more pro than the other,
1: which is again another I know layer another layer of anxiety. anxiety. We just don't really need, do we? No, and I mean you know GP education is 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 very very is, is not great, right? So when you're training to be a GP, you only probably have about two weeks on women's health. Yeah, yeah. So unless you've actually chosen to be a particular a speciality female, for yes, of, yeah. of, that you want to follow, mm. you can go off and take CPD courses, a bit like us in finance. Yeah, yeah, Okay. So they can go off and do CPD courses and there's a Dr. Louise Newson, who I would suggest if you want to check out okay. her podcasts and things like that, they're very good. Um, and she basically has professed to be a, a sort of a, an educator yeah. of GP. So they can go on there. So on my GP, who is a, who is a guy... Yeah. who I didn't think was going to be empathetic at all of, of anything about <laughs> menopause, um, literally had done that course during lockdown. Really fantastic. I went to him and he yeah. went, "Actually, no problem. Here's the gel, yeah. here's your tablets, go off, yeah. try it out, see how you get on. Come back six weeks, we'll take your bloods then. Because you can't do blood tests, right? So people say to me, how do I know that I'm definitely through going into this perimenopause? Mm-hmm. And the the only way you can do it is to monitor these symptoms. Mm. And, you know, you've got to go to the doctor and show him all these symptoms, because the thing I'm struggling with when I hear this is people saying, I've had high blood pressure, I've had ECGs. Now, of course, you know, a doctor who's going to tell you your palpitation and you've got high blood pressure is immediately going to go and target that. Yeah. Okay. so... They may not see the bigger picture, basically. Absolutely. So yeah, this is a yeah. very symptomatic perimenopause. Mm. So, of course, women's number one killer is heart disease mm. because oestrogen shrinks the arteries. Right. Okay. You know, it's kind of like the natural body's lubricant. I call it life lubricant, mm-hmm. okay? So if you think about anything with oestrogen, where you could have anything at all, um, it, this is what it does. So people, women, say to me, oh, but all the tests have come clear, right? And I'm saying, well, yeah, so, yeah but." You know how are you feeling? I can't cope. I feel, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I hate myself. I hate myself. I hate the way I look. I don't like this. Is all yeah. to also, do. This, yeah. It's, it's such a, a massive no. personal. Yeah. And
0: as you said, it, 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 you know, we can look at the end, the end, the end of your thirties upwards. Absolutely right. You know, Absolutely, um, I mean, obviously, a, just a massive subject Absolutely, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I and think. so current. Yeah. And Here you are in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, servicing. You know, people like me, you know, general women, but also sort of trying to educate the corporate. So good
1: for you, Trudy. Thank you very much, girls. I love it. When you said I'm in the middle of it, I am absolutely (laughs) in the middle of
0: it. (laughs) I know, and it is very hot in this room. So yeah, I'm okay. It's quite warm, yeah. I've done my gel. (laughs) I think it would be good to get Trudy back another time, wouldn't it, and actually go (laughs) Go into into it a bit bit further. further. Because I do think it is a massive subject. Absolutely. um, And I hope people have enjoyed listening to and taken away you know just some of the facts that you need to start being aware of um, mm. from a personal level but obviously also the services that you can provide to the workplace and um, that people may well be interested in thank you so much for joining us thank you trudi Good Good thank, thank you thank Bye. you very much Bye. thank you for listening to the park podcast sharing tips advice and general guidance surrounding the working world